0: after six a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Friday, Arab Shabbos. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
1: Boker tov, koreli. One more day Mama, Maishi ye no tun all the nets are bad. Be shavaz yashavaz be zamen usvava. Oh shavaz shavaz be nam sim khatinu et kol The people who
2: wir rat sie dabei rat sie
3: Shout
0: A.M. in the A.M. Arye Kunzler here on a Friday morning hour of Shabbos. Oseh Shalom. Mamim benisim is Yaakov Shweki. Heard Yismachu, done by the Waterbury uh, Yeshiva. Mordechai Shapiro's Hayom Anim Zmiros and Yom Zed done by Baruch Levine. Gavriel Tumbach with Modani and of course Regesh with Modani opening things up. And we say good morning Friday on this August 11th, day 19. In the month of Av, the year 5777, Tavshinai and Zion, it's Erev Shabbos Parsha's Akev, with candlelighting time 739 on this Erev Shabbos. 739, your official candlelighting time in the New York area. Some some synagogues begin earlier. Make sure you know when things start where you are. 71 degrees outside with 66% humidity. Winds west at 3 miles an hour, mostly sunny with a high 81. Looks like a great Shabbos well, I shouldn't say that. looks like a great Friday. <laughs> and then tonight, thunderstorms late with a low of 70. Tomorrow, afternoon thunderstorms with a high of 82. So Shabbos, of course, does look great, just we may have some thunderstorms. Yerushalayim right now at 86. Guilford will be, uh, well, we'll be in Israel. Not sure yet if we'll make it to Yerushalayim, but we'll be in Israel. As everyone knows, Tuesday's show will be from the Nefesh Benefesh Plain, which is pretty cool, with 233 new Olim. Uh, up in Guilford, New York, 58 degrees. Our friends at Camp Messora are enjoying uh, their last Erev Shabbos of the season up in Guilford. And here, New York, 71 on a Friday morning, as we say good morning at JM in the AM. One hour away from our weekly update. Malcolm Homeline's going to join us. Weekly update Fridays at 7.40 here on JM in the AM. Rabbi Uden, of course, coming up and plenty more. It is a Friday. It means it's an exciting, amazing, incredible day. And uh, you should be listening to the Malcolm Single Network all day long. Simple as that. Yehuda Green is next. Friday Air of Shabbos at JM and the AM.
4: La <laughs> da
5: dod ba'al bal mil kho boys zoyra at cedor kho boys mat shoys oyse had shoys bal mil kho boys zoyra at cedor kho shoys oyse had shoys bal mil kho boys zoyra at cedor kho shoys oyse had shoys bal mil kho boys zoyra at I'm <laughs> Yes me
0: J.M. in the A.M. That is a, a selection from Simcha Liner. Va'ata is the name of it. Uh, before that, Ohad had Lamelech. You heard Ruach from Yehuda Green. J.M. A.M. Friday, Erev Shabbos. Candles at 7.39. Right now, eight minutes before seven o'clock on this Friday morning Erev Shabbos. Well, Avi Peretz is out with a brand new album. We say Mazal Tov to him. Avi Peretz is such a nice guy. He really is a nice guy. And... Um, He's out with his brand-new album. We wish him a Mazal Tov from all of us here at uh, JM and the AM and the Malcolm Siegel Network. Uh, it is a um, a 10-selection CD. This song, uh, the name of the CD is um, Kamo Aish. This song is called uh, Lo Nafsik. Avi Peretz is brand-new, a Newmark Music Group Avi Newmark Presentation. At the best place for brand new Jewish music right here at JM in the AM. Keep Micha Gammerman wrapping up the hour at America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com. On the NachumSingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Before, Micha, you heard the music of Avi Peretz. That's brand new. Lo sikh and Simcha Leiner had Viata. Friday morning, Galitzal Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Friday. Follows next, we say Boker tov from JMN.
6: גלי צהל לשעה שתיים, כנוע מבירה ממה שקורה עכשיו. שכניו של היועץ המשפטי לממשלה עטרו לבגץ שיורא בשכונתם בפתח תקווה. כתבתנו מימון.
7: השכנים הגישו לפני זמן קצר התירה ווים דורשים לבטל בוועילות את האפגנות באד ונגד יועץ המתקיימת מדי שבת השכנים טוענים כי האפגנה מפריעה לשכנים הדתיים ופוגעת בשלווה ואיכות החיים בשכונה עוד נטען כי התושבים לא יכולים לגשת למתחם המסחרי ליד ביתם בשל עומס רב שיוצרים המפגינים במקום
6: חבלנים של המשטרה פרקו מתאן חבלה שנח מחוץ לוויתו של איש עסקים אלי תביב בכפר שמריהו כתבנו אופיר יונתן
4: חבלנים מיגיעו לכפר שמריהו ושם מצו במיתן חבלת צמוד לשאר ביתו של בעלי ביתר ירושלים. טביב שואב בחול בימים העלו וגם בני משפחתו לא נכחו באירוע. לא מדובר במיקר הראשון בו הוזקו כוחות לביתו של טביב שניצל בעבר מניסיון חיסול.
6: פרסום ראשון, חברת הכנסת חנין זוהבי הוקבה בשדה התעופה במוסקבה לאחר שניסתה להיכנס לרוסיה ללא אשרה. רק בית בהתערבותו של סגן ראש ממשלת רוסיה הושרה כניסתה. כתבנו מיכאל האוזר טוב.
5: במשך שעות ארוכות מול אתמול בשדה התעופה במוסקבה חברת הכנסת זואבי לאחר שהתעקשה להיכנס לביקור פרטי ברוסיה עם דיפלומטי ללא אשרת כניסה המחויבת לדרכון זה. בניגוד לנהוג, זואבי יפעיל לקשרים והגיע בעצמה לסגן ראש ממשלת רוסיה. הוא הנחה את הרשויות להעניק להשרה בשדה וכך נכנסה לבסוף. במשרד החוץ נמסר כי הם סייעו לזוהבי בכל עת מודעים לאירוע.
6: סין שווה וקוראת לארצות הברית ולקוריאה הצפונית להפיג את ביניהן, כתבנו נתנאל דרשן.
7: בהודעה מיטה המשרד החוץ של סין אמר כי הם מקווים בחצי אי הקוריאני הפגיעו לזהירות מילולית ופיזית בניסיון לחתור לאמון הדדי בין הצדדים. מוקדם יותר היום הסינית כי בייג'ין לא תתייצב לצד קוריאה הצפונית אם זאת תחליט לשגר טילים לעבר מטרות אמריקניות, אולם תתערב בסכסוך אם
6: התחזית, מחר וביום ראשון ללא שינוי משמעותי במזג האוויר. בשני, הטמפרטור תעלנה ויהיה חם מהרגיל. מול סיום, המוני מטיילים צפויים לפקוד את הר הנגב ומחתש רמון בסוף השבוע, לקראת מטר המטאורים שיראה בשמי הלילה. כתבתנו, טל זרביב.
5: רשות הטבע והגנים מבקשת מקהל המבקרים להקפיד לישון רק בחניוני הלילה המוסדרים באזור, לא לטייל במהלך שעות הערב והלילה, לשמור על הניקיון ולהקפיד לנוע ברכב וברגל רק בשבילים המסומנים. הרשות נערכת בכוחות מתוגברים, הציב המדריכים בחניונים השונים ושילוט מידע בשטח.
6: אלה החדשות שעורך עומרי רחמימוב, בצוות נועש טרן וקפיר זנברג.
0: Some of that great classic done by Gershon Varroba. That is beautiful. Mim Komcha, acapella style here on a JM and the AM Friday morning broadcast. Hey, I want to take this opportunity and wish a very special mazel tov to the Herzog and Orr families. Uh, Yoini and Gitti are getting married, Bezrat Hashem, this coming uh, Monday night. We will be, of course, um, uh, with Nefesh Benefesh, literally on the plane Monday night, <laughs> uh, doing the show from the plane for Tuesday morning. Um, and I regret that. I would love to be at the Big Simcha, especially when it involves the Herzog family. Uh, But I take this opportunity to wish them a very, very special mazel tov and to the extended families as well, of course. And uh, I'm going to um, wish a uh, special mazel tov to uh, Yaini Herzog because the uh, Ufruf is this Shabbos up in Muncie, New York, so we wish him a very special mazel tov on the Ufruf occasion. And again, to the extended family, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Yechi Herzog and to uh, Rib Feish and uh, to all the uh, aunts and uncles and uh, relatives and to everybody who's familiar with the Herzogs and loves participating in their smachot and their simchas, we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Friday morning on this Erev Shabbos Parshas Akev, candle lighting 739 in the New York area. Plenty coming up later today, including the uh, weekly update. Malcolm Honline will join us. We'll do our weekly update as we uh, normally do here on a Friday morning Erev Shabbos. By the way, a special shout-out today, a big shout-out this morning to um, our friends at Ram Caterers. Ram Caterers, and, and I think this audience is pretty familiar with the fact that um, they are among the, if, if not the premier uh, kosher caterer out there, certainly at the very, very top. I mean, the work they do is remarkable. We, uh, When I have an opportunity to do uh, wedding jobs Announcing jobs at the um, Old Westbury Hebrew Congregation. That's Ram. That's their. Uh, that's one of their main locations where they have an exclusive, and where they uh, just absolutely shine. So last night they held an industry an, an industry gala uh, there at the Old Westbury Hebrew Congregation uh, for a nice group of people, great group of people, uh, uh, media industry, uh, um, uh, bloggers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And. Um, they basically presented in the most amazing um, in the most amazing smorgasbord and then dinner situation uh, um, a presentation of how they redefine and continue to redefine kosher cuisine. It really is amazing. So a big shout-out to Ram Caterers. Beautiful event last night. Everybody can check them out online, ramcaterers.com. A special shout-out to the person that we know as Chef Barry, as many other people know as Chef Barry Samanowitz. It was great seeing him last night, and Simon and the entire staff, really, really professional. That's all I could say. And now, by the way, and I, I saw this in the booklet, and they announced it last evening, not only are they out there in Old Westbury, uh, they are at the Gotham Hall, Gotham Hall on Broadway and 36th in New York City, and the Zigfield Ballroom. Could you imagine? Yes, the Zigfield Ballroom uh, on West 54th Street in New York City. So check them out. We give them a special shout-out this morning. And uh, they, they, they should know that, uh, that the people who were there last night were extremely, extremely impressed and really enjoyed their hospitality. Absolutely beautiful. Friday morning broadcast, JM in the AM, as we continue here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Plenty more coming up. As I said, the weekly update is going to be um, featured at 7.40 Eastern time this morning, right here at JM in the AM. Malcolm honeline and I will have an opportunity to discuss the news of the day. Last week, Arif Shabbos Nachamu. of course, we were with the NCSY Summer Programs. It did not present itself uh, for us to um, uh, to uh, conduct a weekly update, but that is uh, going to happen this morning here at JMNAM. And keep in mind, keep in mind, a very, very special and uh, important event. 233 Olim with Nefesh Benefesh this coming Tuesday, excuse me, this coming Monday. We'll be on the plane and you will hear our full radio broadcast from the plane on Tuesday mornings, JM and the AM. Is it cool? Yes. Is it really interesting? Yes. It's going to be it is going to be one of the uh frankly one of the most exciting shows of the year that I could tell you. So make sure to be tuned in Tuesday, 6 till 9, right here on JM and the AM. More from Yakov Shweki. La 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 La
1: La Inshallah, Inshallah La 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 La, Inshallah, Inshallah. Inshallah.
3: so shocked so what you made imashim lo
1: yevne bay so long lo goino boy imashim lo ishmoi nir so shocked so what Yo like me, it imaginary low even Dati judati, ki hinni be yadhu be yadhu ki hinni be yadhu be yadhu be kach haimer kach haimer be Rebindle, oil of him, judati, Ki Ki inni you, that. He in the knee, leva. Ki go, we'll be we'll go, we I'm going to be a little lois of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a a
3: We're
1: You die, you die. Geh in Ki I'm are Mi balada is khub,
7: I'm in the yachts, me me more. i i
0: Day in the AM, that's uh, Shloymi Gertner. 7.35 in the morning, five minutes away from our weekly update coming up. Malcolm is going to join us. Weekly update is on the way. Friday, of Shabbos, Parshas, Akev. candle lighting, 7.39 here in the New York area. Uh, a lot of synagogues begin early. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Big shout out to our friends at the Brooklyn Cyclones. Don't forget, Jewish Heritage Nights at 24th of August. Go to brooklyncyclones.com, brooklyncyclones.com. Get your tickets for the 24th of August. Um, check that out and, uh, get ready to enjoy a great night. A big hello to our friends at Bedford on park. It's chef Alex and his entire staff ready to, uh, provide for you an amazing lunch, a great dinner, just an incredible menu. When you go to Bedford on park, 61 East 34th street in New York city. Here's our suggestion. Start with the uh, lamb bacon or the barbecue brisket sliders. Get into your classic burger or Bedford burger. Uh, Get into the uh, delicious steak. All three incredible steaks have the signature Bedford rub. And, of course, for dessert, the coconut creme brulee. We've been talking about that, and we did a whole video about that. It's pretty amazing. Delicious menu items, great space with wonderful uh, party room and the Sheverbroches room at 61 East 34th Street in New York City in the northwest corner of Park Avenue and 34th Street in New York. Ask for Chef Alex. Let him know that you heard about it here on JM and the AM and get ready for a great lunch, a great dinner. They have a full bar, a wonderful Sheva room, and really a great, a wonderful lunch and dinner atmosphere in the heart of New York City. Bedford-on-Park. Tell them you heard about it here on JM and the AM. Brand new from Avi Peretz. <music>
1: לצאת דרך לבחור בשביל הלא מסומן תשמע זה החיים יש לך את זה רק תאמין. אל תפחד רק תחפץ, את הכוח מבפנים כי זה הכל Al altefange, 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 Ozam, haori an bezim Ma irma é minar, a rapes et ta coh mibfni ki ze akovi al te fakh rapte ta pes
8: Hashareth, Elion. me Hamlachim, Oh, Shalom, Shalom. Shalom, Malachi Hashalom, Malachem Elyon Mimelech, Malachi, Hamlachim, Hakadosh Baruch Hu O Bo'achem, Bo'achem, shalom. O Bo'achem, Bo'achem, L'Shalom O Bo'achem, Bo'achem, Shalom, Ba'chuni, LeShalom. Shalom, malache, Hashalom, malache, Malachi, Elion. Mi me l'ermanre, Ha Machim, Ha Kadosh, Oh, Tzetrem, Tzetrem, Shalom. Oh, Tzetrem, Tzetrem, Shalom. Oh, Shabbat, Shabbat, Shalom, Shabbat, Shalom.
0: J.M. in the A.M. Rock, Shabbat in Liverpool with Shalom Aleichem. Avi Peretz, brand new before that with Alt Fahed, off the album entitled Kamo Aish. Friday morning broadcast on this Arab Shabbos Parshas AKF. By the way, uh, I invite everybody, as is my tradition when I have yard site, to the uh, Kiddush tomorrow at the Mizrahi, Apollo Mizrahi on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Uh, my mother's yard site this coming Tuesday, her second yard site, believe it or not. And. Um, everybody's invited, stop by, walk in from near and far, and um, and participate, and I thank you. Friday morning broadcast, m. Big thank you to our friends at jewishworldreview.com. Check them out if you want to print out hundreds of articles before Shabbos about what's happening in Israel and the Jewish world. A big thank you to our friends at com, utilizing our content as part of their very impressive news feed, which includes a lot of interesting and good news from Israel and around the Jewish world. Big shout-out to com on this Friday morning broadcast. Malcolm Honline is executive vice chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, joins us for the weekly update on this Friday morning. Mr. Honline, welcome back to JM in the AM.
9: Thank you. It's good to be with you again, and welcome back to
0: you. I appreciate that. Oh, and this Tuesday, and I know you're a big Nefesh Benefesh fan for obvious reasons, and that's wonderful, we will actually be doing the show Tuesday morning on the Nefesh plane on Monday. So for those who wonder if you could do a three-hour radio show on a plane, we will prove that it is doable, is possible. And frankly, between me and you, it's going to be very inspirational. It's amazing hearing 233 Olim and their stories about heading to Israel and being inspired to go to uh, Israel. And in addition to that, Malcolm, as we have pointed out before, incredibly inspiring to see tens in this case, often it's hundreds, but right now it's tens of lone soldiers who are heading from North America mm-hmm. straight to the Israeli army. Yep really remarkable. Unbelievable. All right, Uh, do we have, in the United States administration in Washington, people around the President of the United States qualified enough to make a level-headed decision about how to proceed regarding North Korea?
9: Well, we certainly hope so, and it's a a very complicated and very delicate situation. It has a lot of ramifications, Um, but um, you know, sometimes the uh, you need tough rhetoric when you're talking to somebody like uh, the ruler of North Korea. Um, I'm not sure what language he does understand, but yeah. but uh, um, it is confusing, I'm sure, to our allies and to enemies alike when they get different messages, though, from different people in the administration. So I hope that there will be a coherent policy that will will come out on this and on other things, but. Do you, th- um,
0: do you think there's a lot of mixed messages right now coming from Washington?
9: Well, it's being described as such, and when, you know, the Secretary of State or Secretary of Defense, the president comes out with very boisterous language and they tone it down, it could be a deliberate, uh, you know, effort. But uh, the unpredictability is sometimes an asset right. when governments believe that, you know, that the president is capable of doing some of these things, and I'm talking about in the past as well, it That takes them off guard, and they they often will be more responsive because they really believe that that they're capable of doing that so uh sometimes the the tough language is is very important uh, if you remember when the president when President Bush spoke about the axis of evil, mm-hmm. there were people who were critical, but it really had a profound impact and and a lasting one um it wasn't, you know, fully acted on as some people had hoped or perceived, uh, but the, we know what the reaction was amongst the, any of the governments into who was targeted. So we'll have to see what what the actions are. But you know, we all know that this is a very complicated uh, situation.
0: Is there a general? We've discussed this before, I believe. Is there a general, quick analysis about how we? and the administration in washington deals with north korea as opposed to the way we deal with iran are are they is is it comparable in terms of the reactions to both countries as they continue to build their arsenals or would you say it's totally different
9: no, they're not. They're not only total, not totally different. They're uh, integrated. Iran is part of the North Korea problem, and North Korea is part of the Iran problem. Uh, we know that the missiles that Iran uses are based on the North Koreans and Korea, uh, Iran's technology being used in the warheads in um, in North Korea. So it's uh, and scientists from both, engineers from both, uh, are there at launches in each country. And so it, there is uh, uh, an. You know a, a relationship and uh i want, um, perhaps even an integral relationship between uh the two dictators understand strength the um there are obviously differences when you're dealing with Iran. And you're dealing with uh, North Korea. Their vulnerabilities are different. You see the impact of sanctions in North Korea have minimal, uh, seem to have a minimal impact, whereas in Iran they have. You can cut off the oil. You cut off other things. It, it really does have uh, a huge impact. Not because sanctions don't impact North Korea, but they don't seem to care. Right, and, but we've
0: always pointed out that they seem to be much more under the radar than Iran. Is that over now? Are they, are they no longer under the radar?
9: Well, there's certainly I've mean, i I've talked about it on the show right, uh, but, for a long time, and and but it um, seems Washington not alone. It, it, seems, it seems Washington has pointed to it, but in part because of the relationship to Iran. You know, North Korea is far away and it's isolated, and it you know it, it it's not seen as posing a major danger to the American homeland. Whereas now with the longer range missiles, it is.
0: Congress, in general, would you agree? has never really been as 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 tough or has paid enough attention to Korea to North Korea mm-hmm. as they have Iran.
9: Uh, and, and not just Congress, I think uh, generally we, and, we did not pay enough attention earlier right. on as they developed a lot of these uh, missiles and the programs.
0: And the reason I say Congress when you see senators many of them prominent, many of them, you know, long-time senators <laughs> calling for diplomacy in a situation like this after you just described how important strength is and a show of strength is. I mean, do you roll your eyes at that? Is this a time when, when leaders in government in the United States, you know, should should reserve those comments and, and let Washington act as tough as possible?
9: Look, I always think you need to use all the tools that you have, and um, diplomacy is one of them, but you have to look at who you're talking to. Right. I mean, do you think the North the North Greens have demonstrated any sensitivity to uh, diplomacy? And, and ha- how about those who ate them and made them? Clearly, China, everybody acknowledges is the key to this. They're the major trading partner. The, the fact that Russia and China joined in the sanctions, I think, was significant. But it may also have been a tactical move so that they you know don't become targets of some of the actions then to see that it's it's uh, contained in in a way that china uh, which has its own agenda for instance uh, they're concerned about a mass migration of people from north korea into china and millions of people crossing the border um it would be a you know a, a tremendous burden and a disaster for them cuz uh, north koreans have crossed before and uh, then they create Refugee camps, etc., like in other parts of the world that we've seen, so every country has its own hassment, some of them don't want to succumb, some of them don't want to want to have the same flexibility and see North Korea as a proxy situation um, but for for japan for south korea for guam and for us now it is a serious challenge and i think the chinese and russians should be much more concerned about it as well yeah
0: i get that all right um are there going to be indictments is the uh is the prime minister of israel going to face indictment has has the first lady has mrs netanyahu actually been indicted yet
9: no, nobody's been indicted. There are a lot of reports, but we know that uh, the reports don't necessarily materialize, and because there's a report, it doesn't make it necessarily true uh, or, or even po- possibly true sometimes. But, uh, look, there is a lot of, of smoke, and there usually some fire there. Clearly, there are, there are three investigations. Uh, they involve different uh, subjects and different uh, people, but you know it has uh, at the very least a distracting impact for the prime minister that he can't be focused the way he needs to be even though he seems to be able to separate these things but it must be very hard when you know you're under constant the constant barrage and I'm sure meeting lawyers and having to anticipate the the problems he faces wife faces and uh, you know the uncertainties that come with it because Obviously, they can't discuss it uh, with him. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. People shouldn't judge to, to conclusions. You give people a chance in their day in court, and you know it's very easy to make accusations. And the Israeli press then scandalizes these, as we see in the American press today. Yeah. But we should, you know, let him do it Already, you know, you have people talking about succession, and but but I think that. That has been growing because he's, he's served for a long time, and sometimes it's time for a change. But so far, he still seems to be the single most popular person. The vast majority of Israelis believe that if he's indicted, he should at least suspend himself.
0: Yeah, I couldn't believe That it was close to 70%. Boy, what did you think of that?
9: that is a big number
0: yeah i couldn't believe that and also um i mean mo- many people are painting this as you know the media the, the media versus bb that the media essentially not maybe necessarily the people but the media has had enough of him at this point and is and it's working and i know there's no collusion but you know what i mean by it is working with the uh, you know the prosecutors those who are in, uh, those who are in the justice department to uh, to try to oust him i mean is it in fact a media versus bb battle at this point
9: well i don't know that they're working with the people in the justice ministry As the attorney general is his appointee and there's a very straight and honorable person uh, mandelblit uh, i think that uh, the certain minister of justice is you can have people in in the bowels of the police and and uh, justice as we've had here and anywhere else in the world people who have agendas and who can um, but they, but it's hard i think for them to manipulate the whole uh, uh, situation the um, you, you know the press will will latch onto stuff because this makes great headlines. You can sell newspapers for a long time on a little story. You can take any element and and blow it into something where somebody makes a charge and then that becomes a story. And you know you don't have a chance to refute and repudiate every single thing that that comes up. Yeah,
0: I remember with I remember in the Clarence Thomas hearings they said that the the the, the highest ratings were when Anita Hill was was uh, testifying because everyone understood what a secretary does everyone like everyone, everyone was able to relate to you know the relationship they had and what was going on. I think to a degree uh, you know the public uh, understands, What it is to accept gifts, what it is to, you know, to to be treated to fancy cigars, fancy, you know, drinks and liquor and all that stuff. And I I think people just relate to it more. and, 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 And this type of scandal, quote unquote, could last in the headlines longer than the more complicated
9: ones. Well, also, you have to differentiate between propriety and illegality you know you might have things that are improper you know if he took cigars and and champagne i mean really that is not a criminal act and, and leaders all over the world do these things um, when it goes beyond that that's yeah i think it becomes a different quality well, of if the any, issue
0: well if there's anything we learned here in New York state is that there's a uh, there's a big blur now between unethical and illegal and 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 the line that used to exist between the two uh, has uh, has really disappeared
9: I, I, and he also has, has right. lost a lot of its responsibility to right. for accuracy and people falling into traps in, in, in a lot of these issues.
0: When we speak next, do you think there'll be an indictment by then or not? Or do you just want to predict?
9: No, I don't think. Uh, it's it, It's a lengthy process before. Uh it's so funny, that the headlines
0: this week was like she'll she'll be indicted within 24 hours. Like, well,
9: first so of all, the Mrs. Netanyahu being indicted doesn't affect the government right, so much. I true. mean, that's it's not good, and it's uh, I'm right. sure very harmful to them. And but the um, but the prime minister is the one that that would have the real implications. Right,
0: and it's the gifts, it's the which includes, by the way, jewelry and uh, and and money's paid out to take care of her father. It's the yidiot, you know the the one we spoke about, the newspaper scandal, so to speak, you know, they, and the submarines, plus the submarines, and, and and that one seems to be, at least according to our uh, analyst, Mayor Weingarten, that seems to be uh, the the one that B.B. is is most furthest away from. Like he has the the, the, least, well, the, the least the least
9: people to close to him are are right. involved in it. It doesn't mean that he was involved right. or knew about the you know any of these people receiving money or, or whatever from. Uh, the funds, and again, we shouldn't jump to a conclusion that this, in fact, that any of this really rises to to level of an indictment. Right. What but did if, you
0: think of the strategy to have the Lee could rally? Like a lot of times, you would say in situations like this, just you know, just, just stay quiet and don't call attention to this stuff. Here, they're getting together and you know, do, doing a big support BB rally.
9: Well, the press keeps kind of comparing it to to things that President Trump uh, would do, and. That the um, because the media in Israel tends to be more left and always critical of of the incumbent, often in, uh, critical of the incumbent, and maybe felt this is a platform where a he would show all the potential rivals withinly could to to back off to say that he has he has support and that they. You know, not not to, you know, wait till the corpse is cold before they all are running in in uh, for the for the position. Right. So it's it's I'm sure it's meant for internal poli- uh, Likud and for Israeli internal political things overall, and uh, it's a reinforcement. Cities you go to a place like that and you show that that thousands of people come and are still standing with him. But if you look at the you know the polls about all the different candidates, they they seem to be rising.
0: Even even in Likud,
9: or even in Likud, Saar certainly seems to right. be amongst them. And then comparing them all to each other, you have like six candidates, all of whom are within a couple percentage points in overall popularity now. But but that doesn't necessarily translate into candidacies or translate at an election.
0: That's for sure. We've learned that lesson. It's America's one and only Jewish. Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio, around the world and the web at com, on the Nachomsegal Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Malcolm Holmline is with us. He's executive vice chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Taylor Forsack gets through the Senate Foreign Relations Committee 16 to 5. Were you surprised, as many in uh, Jewish media were, that Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey voted against it?
9: Yes, I was very disappointed in his vote, uh, and I read the, uh, his statements afterwards. I don't think that they are an explanation for what he did. Um, as you know, he also uh, went against the Iran deal. Right. So, yes, it's it's disappointing, and, and we have yet to see the kind of uh, explanation for the vote. I don't know.
0: Was he uh, unfairly touted as a big supporter of Israel early on, would you say? Are we getting to know what he's really about now, or
9: uh, I can't say that uh, I can't psychoanalyze him. Yeah. I, I know I knew him for a long time, and when he was a candidate, he certainly always said the right things, and uh, still often votes the right way, but not consistently. And you know, people who come from New York, New Jersey, they are looked to as as by others as a guide. And maybe they're looking ahead at, at the Democratic Party. Maybe they're looking at the Sanders wing of the Democratic Party when, in the actions that are taken in regard to Taylor Forrest, in regard to um, the BDS, the, the um, boycott legislation. And we've seen it even from our own senator in New York, um, uh, Gillibrand.
0: Yeah, also a disappointment. Can't figure out some of the things she's been saying. By the way, when B.B. goes to Beitar Right to essentially uh, announce further housing units going up there, correct? That, that, mm-hmm. that was, and it's and apparently, if I read the article, if I read the article correctly, it's the first time in a very long time that he's gone somewhere to announce expanded housing.
9: Yes, that he, he himself did it. Usually, it's it's done otherwise. But I think again, he was showing the people there support at the time when.
0: No, I get that, there's but but am, I, but am I right or wrong that it's it seems to me that there was very little international attention and anger, you know, toward him and toward the administration because of this it, expansion? It
9: that, well, yeah, when the administration doesn't jump all over it, then there's a more muted response. There was criticism in Europe and criticism, some criticism here, but it was pretty muted compared to what we've seen in the past.
0: I mean, can't we learn a lesson already from all this that, you know, they should just go and do what needs to be done and not worry about what everyone else says? But,
9: uh... You mean... There's some who say they should talk less, do more. Exactly, but but they also have to take into account the international reaction, especially when you have so much going on around Israel, whether it's Hezbollah, the situation in Syria, Gaza heating up, in, in many ways that the you know they have to they don't operate in a vacuum.
0: No, I get that. All right. I, I, yeah, I mean it's, uh, it's it's a frustrating issue. I'm sure for you. Yeah, for I'm sure, sure for you as well. <laughs> um, totally. You 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 posted an article about Israel developing ways to survive nuclear radiation. It's unbelievable that you know as 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 the and I, I saw this late last night in a television program. There seems to be, I guess, because of North Korea, there seems to be you know, now renewed fear about nuclear attack. Which you know, I I guess to a degree, I would understand that uh, you know the fear. Um, and I was wondering, you know, at this point in 2017, if in fact there are, uh, you know, different things that are being implemented scientifically to try to uh, to help those who might, God forbid, be uh, targets of a nuclear attack. Do you have any idea what stage this is at, you know, what, what the Israelis have accomplished so far in this area?
9: Well, first of all, it's not all been revealed about w- where it's at, but they are working on it. and. And you have to look at all the areas that, even in the last days, have been discussed. The advances in the uh, missile protection system of of uh, David's uh, of David Sling and the Arrow and Iron Dome, each one geared to a different range of missile. And the fact is, it's a joint U.S. Israel project, and they're going into rapid, uh, stepped-up production. And by the way, you know that there are. Companies in 30 states in the United States that contribute to the uh, to to these systems. People think it's all done in Israel and and the Israelis benefit when in fact it employs many many thousands of people. More than half of the money or granted to Israel for the missile defense systems stays in the United States, and as I said, it's has spent in more than 30 states. Um, to to um, create all the components and everything for the for the system, so it's really a tremendous example of U.S. Israel cooperation, and it's not the charity. T- t- Israel's getting. It's an investment in American security as well, and so in many areas, uh, Israel is trying to develop technology to detect tunnels, which will be important for the U.S. as well uh the the um, new barrier that they're building, and now they've decided to extend it to the Mediterranean to try to prevent uh sea based uh, terrorist attacks um, and they are uh, obviously have some technology because they were able to uncover um, some of the tunnels that are being built in private houses and in an apartment building, and they gave warning that that these become military targets. Don't come to us later. They're saying, and and say you know that you hit a civilian place when Hamas continues to exploit the civilian population to cover uh, for their military and terrorist activities. And the Israelis said, look, these become legitimate by all definitions, legitimate military targets. So close them now. Stop it and and uh, protect those people. Because if God forbid something starts, these become. Uh, through this network that exists underground they can move weapons uh, personnel explosives all sorts of things and and think that they're uh, not subject to to attack the same thing in Lebanon, where more and more missiles are being stored in houses again in southern Lebanon, and you have a tremendous network of underground facilities and and capabilities tunnels, but some of them are huge, you know storehouses and even missile uh, assembly f- uh, factories that Iran supposedly is uh, uh, built underground in uh, in in lebanon so the the t- The need to develop new technologies is constant, so you get as early a warning as possible that you can determine that, uh, you know the presence of uh, tunnels or many other threats that are emerging
0: well well first on the tunnel issue i mean what 's the concern the concern is if they go ahead and uh and bomb a building or a home that's on top of one of these tunnels, that it's, it's, it's going to lead to a response and lead to war? I mean, is that
9: the... And that civilians die, and, and Israelis don't want to kill civilians. And uh, is, Israel's trying to, to prevent that by giving them the warning now and saying to the people, get out of those houses if just- you hear it, warn it. You know, we, we know recently that there were cases of UNRWA schools, and UNRWA took some steps supposedly to, to try and counter it, but we know that the... Hamas has not changed it. They're still trying to draw fire onto civilian populations. Who leads Hamas now, by the way?
0: Like, I know the name of the head of Hezbollah, and I know the name of the head of the PA, but who's the leader of Hamas? Anybody I would have heard of?
9: Yeah, so, well, they just elected a a, a new head. became is the titular head in, uh, supposedly out out of Qatar, but they moved him. um, So is he the
0: one that gets these warnings? Is he the one that has the capability of, of, of transmitting these messages?
9: Well, he would have the capability of of uh, transmitting the message domestically, but there are commanders, there are people on the ground in Gaza, and you know that they're they're going through political throws too. Dachlan, uh making his play, but it seems to be fizzling somewhat. Uh, we're seeing that the Abbas is, by the way, you know, moving to threaten now to cut off the billion and a half dollars he gives them a year. He's already cut the electricity. Who's them?
0: That means Gaza.
9: In Gaza against Hamas, uh-huh. and saying that if you don't, you know, turn over, seat over control to the Palestinian Authority, I will continue to cut off money, and he cut off jobs for thousands of people, and even as you know, the electricity, the cut off in of electricity is because Abbas is demanding it, mm. and he he criticized them for using, they, they people get four hours of electricity a day, and he says they're using it to light the tunnels 24 hours, so he's attacking them for lighting up the tunnels. And also that the the Hamas leadership have uh, lights all over their houses for 24 hours a day trying to embarrass them and and incite against them. Uh, So you have uh, a contentious situation internally between the the various parties, let alone within Gaza itself.
0: Um, And speaking, by the way, of... uh of Gaza, the, what's the story with this uh, summer camp for Palestinian Americans? They it, they they actually invite uh, American citizens who are of Palestinian descent back to uh, Ramallah to attend a uh, a summer camp.
9: Yeah, and it, it's it, quicker. It, one a French group that runs uh, this camp, I think it's called Gold Palestine or something, and they they. Um, there have been very bad reports about the kind of indoctrination and scary stuff that goes in.
0: But these are Americans, American citizens
9: who are who are American being sent- American kids Americans yeah, young kids.
0: Yeah, American young kids that are being sent back there and then being indoctrinated by this extremist summer camp. That's
9: what they're saying. By the yeah.
0: way, um kudos to Senator Schumer. He spoke out on this issue.
9: He did because American taxpayer dollars are involved. Money going to to the um to the, to the the organization that runs the the camp. And they're saying we don't want to see American tax dollars being used. That's what Taylor Force is about. That's what so many other things is that you could see the continued incitement. You see the continued rewarding of killers and murderers. You see the efforts to radicalize young people. And it's not the only example that's come out. Um, these are all... You know, we have a right to demand cutoff of of funds, and there should be greater scrutiny about how funds are used, both U.N. funds, foreign funds, including American.
0: What do you think of the Jared Kushner statement that there may be no solution to the Middle East peace process?
9: I think what he's saying—it's a very complicated situation. That there's that uh, you know history has shown how, you know, how all the attempts, how difficult it is. He's been in the region. I think it's a message that you you cannot expect instant uh, solutions or that there's no um, immediate formula that can deal with it. As as you said, you know you have Hamas and you have Gaza separate from things. So you're talking about a three-state solution. You're talking about. Uh, Abbas who doesn 't want to sit and negotiate who 's trying to at age what eighty two eighty three trying to last it out and and not have to negotiate, not have to make concessions, not have to go to engage in the kind of process where he would be put on the line, so he does everything to try and switch the onus on onto, onto israel and he 's threatened now to go to the international criminal Court again and to go to u n agencies and still fighting in every uh, forum to avoid negotiations and try to uh, force, um, uh, you know, a showdown. And he has really no relationship, not with Haniyeh, not with um, uh, the guy who was elected the head of uh, Hamas, uh, Yichia Sinwar, and, uh, and, and so he himself doesn't represent and it, it, neither that population, and even if you look in the West Bank population, his popularity is very low.
0: What do you think? of the whole uh, dust up about Mike Pence and the possibility that he's exploring a run for president three years from now?
9: That's, it gives, that, gives people something to write about. Yeah, talk I mean, that's,
0: about. that's not unusual, is it? Like you know, <laughs> there are a million people in Washington thinking about being president, and he's got an, he's got one foot in the door.
9: Well, my, yeah, vice president is always, but they were yeah. talking about for 2020, and I'm talking about challenging the president now, right. and he has denied it. And he said, "Listen, I'm, uh, Mike Pence is a very decent man, and I think he's a good person. And I think it's really unfair to to label him like that."
0: I mean, his. I mean, regarding our community, uh... meaning our religious community and uh... and Israel, he's been amazing.
9: Yes, he's very strong. He always has been as a senator. Sure. He he was. Uh,
0: I know, but sometimes people, go to, sometimes people go to the White House and, you know, they're influenced by the State Department and others and they're not as, uh, you know, as vibrant on these issues as they were in the past. You know how it is. Yep. We even have senators who are extremely uh, active on this, on, on pro-Israel issues who are now, you know, turning the tide a bit. I wonder if Hillary was in the White House, by the way, talk about conjecturing and schmoozing about about what's going on in Washington. I wonder if Hillary was in the White House, if Cory Booker would, would be um, doing things a bit differently.
9: Look, we have enough to discuss with what is and not speculate <laughs> yeah, with what know. might be.
0: <laughs> Tell me about Iran. They're, get, they're getting too close, according to this article, with this Iranian drone that's going out of its way to complicate the jets landing in, uh, 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 in the Persian Gulf. Explain what's going on and what the threat of this
9: Iranian move means. Well, this is a, a, a part of that series of harassment and uh challenges to our ships to our planes to others that in this case a drone came within 100 feet of a landing US uh plane on on an aircraft carrier I think and the um, uh, you know the only thing that that works is if Iran understands that there's a price to be paid when we shot across the bow of of the the boats that were harassing our Big ships, our destroyers, and other things they ran away, and for too long we 've tolerated it and, and you know they get away with it, and they just do more and this is um, and it 's the Iranians demonstrating their capacity, saying, "Look, you see we even have drones, carry weapons, and could, could do stuff uh, so the um, uh, you know it, the people generally read this and say you know it 's not significant it 's very significant, it means that they're willing to risk if just the slightest miscalculation that a drone hits a plane coming into that circumstance. It right. could, you know, set off a huge conflagration and, and, and especially in this super tense area right now that... Um, uh you, you know it's it, it and and again it demonstrates their increased technological capacity which they boast about and they talk about that having an aircraft carrier soon etc but they they harass our ships you know hundreds and hundreds of ships go through the straits of Hormuz every day and this is um and, and they have said that they will use both the straits of Hormuz and the babo Mandam straits that we will choke america we will choke the west there should not dismiss those threats and I, we shouldn't have allowed it to get to this point.
0: And I would assume no reaction from the U.N. this week on all this. U.N.? No. Uh, Malcolm, you know how much we love good news, especially this time of year, After right after Shabbos Nachamu. Tell us about this 2,000-year-old rare stone vessel that was found by archaeologists in Israel.
9: Well, it, it, there have been so many discoveries uh, because is now the season, um, and this is uh, uh, clearly... Uh, uh, very important because it tells a bigger story. This is a, a, from the Second Temple period. It, it's a chalkstone quarry and a workshop. This is in, found in the Lower Galilee by uh, by archaeologists from Ariel University, and they were doing it with the uh, under the authority of the Israel Antiquities uh, Authority. There was another one, uh, one of these uh, chalkstone caves near Nazareth, but this is unique is that they found a stoneware workshop and remember the stoneware was important because it doesn't it's not macabre tomba, it doesn't become ritually impure and um, they didn't have to
0: make it disposable like others
9: that's right and and there was but there was an uptick during the second temple period right probably because of that um, the Gamara makes some references uh, to it, so he had storage jars and uh, tableware and other things, usually made uh, of uh, pottery. So these
0: things are literally from the year one, for the first century, <laughs> from,
9: and and before, right? It's so pretty, pretty amazing. right, and and um, and it's so it's very rare to find a production center for these things. You, you know, I always wondered where <laughs> where did they make them, but to find the, this intact, um, and it shows how. Uh, maintaining ritual purity was uh, was important, not just in Yushalayim, but even what was then far off, uh, Galilee.
0: Unbelievable. The whole thing is incredible.
9: And uh, in also good news that uh, the S&P credit rating for Israel was raised uh, from uh, neutral to positive, I think. Uh, and it has an A-plus rating. Um, and uh, this is... Uh, you know, it's it's based on the lower public debt to GDP, which went down from sixty nine percent to sixty four percent. So the economic outlook was uh, was raised as uh, by S and P. The good
0: news continues. Plus, good tourism right now, and a lot of people over the next couple of weeks heading to Israel, visiting there. Plus, as I mentioned, two hundred and thirty three in this coming Monday. Lots of activities. People realize that the future of the Jewish people is in. The state of Israel. Um, We'll update everybody regarding our plans for next week. Malcolm, you let us know your schedule, and I thank you so much for joining us. Have a wonderful time. My pleasure.
9: Have a good Shabbos.
0: There he is, Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Not 100% sure yet regarding Malcolm's schedule for next Friday. As soon as we know, obviously during the week, we'll let everybody know uh, what to expect next Friday morning regarding the weekly update. Friday, Erev Shabbos, Parshas Akev, Candle Lighting 739 on this Erev Shabbos here in the New York area. Mazel tov again. Going out to um, going out to the uh, Herzog and Orr families. Joini Herzog, get the Or getting married this coming Monday night to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Joichi Herzog and the extended family. Mazal to from all of us here at JM in the AM. By the way, I want to take this opportunity as well. Um, where am I here? I just want to get this queued up. There we go. I uh, want to take this opportunity as well uh, to wish a very special mazel tov to uh, Rebetzin Sterny and Rabbi Mordechai Kanelski. Last night was the uh, engagement celebration of their daughter, Brachy Kanelski, to Menachem Mendel Misholovin of Los Angeles, California. So a very, very special mazel tov on Brachy's uh, engagement to Menachem Mendel and, of course, an extra special mazel tov to and Sterny, Rabbi Mordechai Kanelski from all of us here at JM in the AM. Wonderful to share great news, and uh, especially with the Konelsky family uh, on the air. JM in the AM, Erev Shabbos, Friday morning as we continue. And uh, a reminder again, Bedford-on-Park, an amazing place, incredible menu. Chef Alex is there in charge of both lunch and dinner on a daily basis at 61 East 34th Street. Go in, try all their incredible delicacies. They have a full bar, wonderful private room for Sheva and more. It's a Bedford-on-Park, 61 East 34th Street in New York City. And a big shout-out to the Inbal Hotel. Uh, they are our headquarters when we are in Israel, the Inbal located in Jerusalem. And uh, right now they have an incredible special, book three nights or more for Thanksgiving week. If you're heading Thanksgiving week to Israel, the 19th through the 26th of November, and your Thanksgiving feast with all the traditional trimmings with live music and more is absolutely free. And, of course, everything that you do at the Inbal includes their free daily breakfast, their free Wi-Fi, their free parking, the free access to the fitness center and pool, and they are waiting for you at the Inbal Hotel. Make your reservation today. Tell them you heard about it here on JM in the AM. This time each every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of congregation Shomer Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin.
10: Good morning, Nachum. Good day of Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Ekev. According to the Chinuch, Parshas Ekev contains eight mitzvahs, six positive and two restrictions. Now, among these six positive is the mitzvah of prayer, the Avdo, to serve God chol Levavichem, with your heart, and serving God with one's heart is prayer. The Chinuch follows his Rebbe, the Rambam. He never saw the Rambam, but he follows the teaching of the Rambam, that there's a biblical mitzvah to pray every day. And you have in this week's parasha as well, the biblical mitzvah of Birkas HaMazon. The Torah says, V'yokhalto, V'savoto, Uverachto. You are to literally eat, be satiated, and to bless Hashem. Now, all the commentaries on the mitzvahs count Birkas Hamazon, the grace after meals, as a biblical mitzvah. And I'd like to spend our shiur this morning on Birkas Hamazon, because I really believe that mitzvos need mazo. And look at matzah. It comes once a year and how excited we get and how much we pay. And we don't even mind paying for it, because after all, we want to get the best possible. And birkas mazon, which even if we're on a diet during the week and we're not eating bread... On Shabbos, Friday night and Shabbos lunch, one must eat bread. You don't have to have kugel, and certainly not two pieces of kugel. Nor do you have to have cake for dessert. But you do have to have bread. And the third meal, shalosh suudos, it's much or most preferable that you do have bread as well at shalosh suudos. So once you have to have bread. It's so important that we talk about Pirkas Mazo. Now, an interesting technicality, as we'll hear later on regarding how much, but I can only tell you that when one recites the Hamotzi on any time, but especially on Shabbos, when we all are having bread, it is preferable to eat what would be a Kezayas pras, which means approximately even a a half to a little bit more than the equivalent of a slice of rye bread from the middle, so to speak, within the first few minutes of your meal, as opposed to taking a small bite of the challah, and that's it and having the rest of your food um, join into the amount of food that you've had with only a minimal amount of bread. So ideally, you should have a nice piece of challah, eat it during the first few moments of the meal. I'd like to talk about the significance of birkas Hamazon that we should appreciate and realize how special and important this blessing is. The um, Mishnah Brura in Simon, Kuf Pei Hei 185 at the beginning he tells you the following. He quotes from the Sefer Achinuch, and he writes number one, Kol ha-mazon. whoever is careful in the recitation of The grace after meals. Hashem will repay that he'll have his sustenance all his life with honor and dignity. And then he moves on. And the one who is careful, a person should most preferably uh, recite the Birkas Hamazon from a bencher, from a sitter, al and not by heart. Forget about the fact that you might forget a word. No, you know it all by heart. But there's a greater concentration, and you're not going to be distracted from all the surroundings around you, if you do it from a sitter or a bencher. And then he goes on, and listen to what he says. Kosav b'sefer Now, those of you who are familiar with the Brura, which is the commentary of the Chafetz Chaim on Ora Chaim so you know that you can probably count on one hand the number of quote stories that he brings and here is one he brings the situation of an individual who died Vinizgala Bechalom le Ahdmi Krovov, and he appeared in a dream to one of his relatives and he said to him, "Beal yom, Every day, done in OC, I am judged, because I was not careful in my recitation of blessings, with intent, with understanding. Sure, I recited blessings, but they just rattled off my mouth and I didn't concentrate and didn't realize and connect with what I was saying now this is so important I'm gonna start with a very startling fact I have to believe that so many who are listening a Shabbos meal can take two hours and that's wonderful how long does the Birkas Hamazon take ouch the Birkas Hamazon can take two minutes and I'll ask you, do you enjoy the Shabbos meal? And the answer is yes. Do you enjoy the Pirkas Hamazon? And let's be honest, answer that question. Do you enjoy it? And I'm going to tell you that the Bnei Yisoschor writes in the name of the Rama Mipano that the primary pleasure of our neshama yaseira. The neshama yaseira is that additional soul which the Jew is pri- privileged to have on Shabbos comes from the birkas hamazon of the Su'uda Shabbos, which means, wow, if you have an opportunity to fulfill this biblical mitzvah in a proper way, the benefits that accrue thereof are, number one, the mitzvah itself, don't have to go any further but now you hear based upon very reliable sources that it has other benefits as well I'd like to, first of all share with you another brurah based on the Shulchan in Siman Kuf Pe Gimel, and there, regarding the permissibility to interrupt one's Birkasha HaMazon for either greeting somebody or what, comes along the Mishnabrura and says the law is that it's just like shmone Esrei, that you're not permitted to, quote, greet somebody. And the halacha is that just like in shmone Esrei, if your phone were to ring, hopefully you would not look at it at all. That's the way you have to treat, during the week, hamazon, that should your phone even go on to vibrate, you're not permitted even to look at it. You're certainly not permitted to answer the phone and speak into the phone by saying, No thereby telling the person at the other end that you are in the middle of hamazon. That is wrong. That is prohibited. And this is something that we should realize that, according to the Shulchan Aruch, most opinions is that if you were eating in a base Medrash, which oftentimes it is permissible to so do, and you're in the middle of Birkas HaMazon, and they are saying Kedusha to Mincha, let's say, for example, you would not answer Kedusha, in your Birkaz Hamazon. Birkaz Hamazon is treated on a level of tefillah. Now, there's a very powerful Gemara in Brachos, Chof Amidbeis 20b, which actually quotes a pasuk from this week's parsha of Ekev. And that is as follows, Rab Avira taught that, oh my goodness, the angels come before HaKadosh Baruch Hu and they say, Hashem, come on, you're supposed to keep your Torah. And in this week's parasha of Ekev, you write, regarding yourself, that you do not show favor and you do not accept a bribe. But come on, you do show favor because you show favor to the Jewish people who are in the blessing of the Koanim, the second blessing is Yish so Hashem Pono Veleka. Hashem should favor you. Now listen to God's answer. Hashem's answer is Vichilo Esseponim Li Yisrael. How could I not show favor to the Jewish people. I wrote in the Torah, that you should eat, be satiated, and bless Hashem. And they are especially careful upon themselves, be it that they eat a minimal amount, which is even the bare size, the compressed volume of an olive, or or an egg. So what's going on here? God is saying that since the Jewish people go beyond the letter of the law, they go the extra mile. It's a mido keneged mido, it's a measure for measure. As they go beyond, as they do the extra mile, I will do the extra mile for them. Now, I really believe what this Gemara is saying is not only should we be so proud that Jews in the Gulag, in the concentration camp, and throughout history were low, they had to suffer, and they had even the smallest piece of bread. They recited Birkasa Muslim to connect with Hashem. We, who thank God a million times, have the abundance of food. And think about it, in our Bikas Hamazon, the first blessing is Bechein. We say, thank you, Hashem, for giving us our sustenance with charm. What does that mean, Bechein? And I saw so beautifully that it means that God could have sustained and nourished us in black and white and all the foods would have been black and white and as long as we would have gotten the nutrients that would have been sufficient but no take a look that we have a green pepper and a red tomato and a green cucumber and all different color oranges etc which enhance the food because of the colorful display that he provides for us but I really believe this very powerful Gemara tells us the following the Pirkas Amazon if we are Connecting with Hashem through this mitzvah he in turn connects with us this mitzvah is not only an obligation of hakoras hatov it's not simply saying thank you Hashem but it's a personal connection that we do literally towards him and he reciprocates in kind by having a personal close connection connection with each and every one of us. This is a very significant mitzvah and it's a mitzvah that we should take very seriously and I pray that we can come to an understanding and I'll close with this very insightful comment and that is as follows that a it was noted by an outstanding psychologist that more than food, more than clothing, or even pleasure, man's greatest need is for meaning in life. And Birkas Hamazon and brachos are very powerful tools that inject meaning into even the most mundane, and physical actions of our existence. And so, by reciting a bracha before, by reciting brachos after, we elevate our act of eating, which we share with the animal kingdom. But what makes us so special is that by elevating it, we are injecting it with sanctity, we're injecting it with meaning. And I pray that our focus on this very important mitzvah is going to enable us to not only enjoy our Shabbos meal, but enjoy our Bikas Hamazon. Shabbat Shalom to all.
1: Be Shalom att in et balla gamberina moveza hola doch Boy heya sigula poi be at the Red Ball, Gamberina, who with Saola, Doremun, a young Sagula, boy, be
2: Am boy, 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 boy,
0: Morning, Arab Shabbos Parshas Akev, candle at seven thirty nine here in New York. Naomi Nachman coming up with an encore presentation of Table for Two, and then Mark Zomick with a fresh edition of the Arab Shabbos Show presented by our amazing friends at Kedem. Followed by the Arab Shabbos Music Mix presented by our amazing friends at Kedem. It's all coming up here at the Nachum Signal Network. Honestly, no reason why you shouldn't have your app, your computer, your phone. Uh, tune to NSN until candlelighting time. I cannot th- I'm cannot. i trying to think. There- no, I can't think of a good reason why you wouldn't have it on until candlelighting time. Simple as that. Tomorrow night, it's Saturday Night Seagull with Avrami, of course. And don't forget, Sunday morning, Mattis continues the amazing tradition called JM Sunday. He has a he has built an amazing, loyal following and a great, great show each Sunday. And you have an opportunity to hear live programming starting at 7 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday morning with Matis Weingast and JM Sunday, and I thank him for that. And um, what else I want to tell everybody? Monday morning we're back. Monday morning will be our final day before we hit the uh, Nevis Benefish flight with the 233 Olim and do the Tuesday JM name the AM radio show from the actual plane itself, which is going to be amazing, <laughs> really amazing. Time to wrap things up. Time to say good job as It's Journeys at JM in the AM. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world. The web at NahumZegal.com. On the NahumZegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Oh, yes, you could say that again. Beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Friday here at JM in the AM. Don't forget, Naomi Nachman is next. Table for two after that, 10 a.m. till 1 p.m. Kedem presents... Mark Zomik's Arab Shabbos show, 1 p.m. until candlelighting time. then presents the Arab Shabbos music mix all the way until candlelighting time. Tomorrow night, it's Saturday Night Siegel. Sunday for JM Sunday with Matis live starting at 7 a.m. Eastern time. I am back in this chair, please God, on Monday morning. Have a fabulous Shabbos. Great weekend, everybody. Till uh, Monday morning, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.